Hi, I'm Eric. Poopy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <all> right. <laughs> oh. And I guess I'm Chris. And I'm Jason. <laughs> <laughs> and we're I beat it first. <laughs> I'm not doing it a second time because someone's a dick. I was trying. I was trying to be a dick. You were. Actually, you weren't, and you were just like, okay, let's go. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Worth it. Totally worth it. Totes. Oh. How is everybody doing? Oh, man. <laughs> 12 weeks of quarantine now, which ragging on you for sure. 12 weeks oh, yeah. of quarantine provided by the world falling apart outside. It's been... Uh, an interesting three months, to say it, the least. Yes. Uh, put yeah. that out there right now. Three it's months. It feels like eternity. Games. Yeah. Um, we are not going to talk about any of the other stuff that is going on. Um, and I don't... I want to make sure that nobody listening to this thinks that we're that kind of asshole. We just feel that you guys probably have heard enough of it and you want to hear about games. Right. We're keeping it free. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that's all. So, like, no opinions. <laughs> just throwing that out there. We totally have opinions on this. And if you want opinions, you can totally, like, message us and whatnot. We can talk about our opinions. But realistically, let's just give you guys something fun to listen to. Or something Yay. fun to yell at. You know, one of Yay. the two. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Fuck these guys, too. <laughs> yeah, you can just get something else to yell at, except this one's a little <laughs> bit more fun than the other shit that people are yelling about. All right. So I have... Uh, Santans all around tonight. I got a Hop Shock and I got a Moon Juice. Which the Ooh, Hop Shock's juice. a good one. It's our Southwestern IPA with, that jolts your senses with a bolt of exotic Nelson Salvin hops, dosing out an intense aroma of apricots and peaches. I kind of smell the apricots and peaches. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously, we, I, I've had Moon Juice before. Moon Juice is a really good one. Um, both really good IPAs. This one's 7.1. Moon Juice is 7.3. Can't complain about Moon Juice, man. I, yeah. I, man, you know what, Santan? They're okay. They they make some good yeah. beers. Yeah, the only beer that I really can't drink of theirs anymore is Devil's Ale. And that was because I made a horrible decision to drink a really, really warm Devil's Ale. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it ruined that, Devil's Ale. a bad Ale choice. <laughs> <laughs> Especially after a long night of drinking. It was like we got drunk oh. and we, we were on like a party bus, like that double decker bus down that goes to like all the different places downtown and whatnot. And we still had like three beers each and we all chugged a devil's ale on our way to like our Uber. And it was, ugh. <laughs> it, was, it, was it was not a good way to end the night. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Just yeah. like slamming warm gin. Just like, let's do this. Let's start this night off right. Warm gin would have been better. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> Just throwing that out there right now. Chris, how many pints of whiskey you got? Zero. Oh, are you drinking Kahlua and milk? <laughs> no, <laughs> that would be a bad choice. Because uh, I did get Booze Fairy, so I did get some Kahlua. I also got a six-pack 805 that I drank already. A six-pack so. of 805 that you drank already. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Chris is already partying. <laughs> hey, Chris, they have flats well, not- of 805 at Costco, FYI. <laughs> Nice. But no, so for tonight, I just got, you know, the tall boys of Natty Light Seltzer. (laughs) Kicking it old school. Kicking it old school. Super old school. 
God, I'm so pissed off that I can't find the PBR seltzer at the Total Wine by me. If anybody knows where I can find PBR seltzer, please let me know. Yeah, I haven't seen it since since SeltzerCon. Needs more PBR seltzer. I I hope that this that this lockdown hasn't ruined everything for us. It's well, lockdowns ruined everything. Period. So I don't want it to ruin everything, though. (laughs) Don't ruin my alcohol too. God damn it! The nice thing about living in Arizona is that we have some of the least restrictions on alcohol here, so it's been really easy to get shit. Don't make it harder. Except for shipping alcohol to our state, which is really weird. Yes. But that's why we have all these great craft brewers here. This is and true. And craft distillers mm-hmm. here. It's this fine. This is also true. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Just, Just go buy own. some Oso and Arizona distilling like alcohols and then get yourself some Santan and some Hus Brewing. Maybe some Four Peaks if, you know, that's all that you got that you can get now. Or Road, drive man. up to Flag. There you go. Yep. Drive up to Flag. Drive Speaking up to Flag. Some yeah. Oh, sky. someone's got some Dark Sky. So I have some Dark Sky Brewery. I, I'm finishing off my pack of office supplies. They're Double Hazy IPA with Nelson, Strata, and Comet Hops. 8.5 ABV, 30 IBU, and it is by Dark Sky Brewing Company in Flagstaff. Same thing that Jason was drinking last time. The same yeah. thing I've been drinking like for, feels like forever, but I guess it's only been like two weeks. Yeah, I feel like I weeks. just need to go to Flagstaff just to pick up some office supplies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can Dude, do it during the week and be like, "Hey, where are you going? I got, I gotta go to Flagstaff to get some office supplies." I, well, um, let's keep no, making this these jokes. Trip. <laughs> let's just you can, you keep write making it off. these jokes. Should, you should write it off. Be like, "Hey, yeah, I, let me have the P card so I can go buy some office supplies." <laughs> yep. Sure. Charge overhead. That's right. <laughs> it's Why still it cheaper than, than what they probably pay for office mm-hmm. supplies there since they're a government 100% is. <laughs> and even with gas right now, they probably, they probably wouldn't even but, like, blink an eye. It was like, you spent $120 buying office supplies? Yep. Okay, then. <laughs> All right. It's a lot of office supplies, but okay. What are you talking oh, it's about? It's under that's five like grand, so you're cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's like three pens, man. <laughs> or, or one thing of ink. We're done. <laughs> oh, man. So I'm making everybody... Hungry because I've got my Coco Ichibanya. Yeah, moment of silence yeah. right now, guys. We would yeah. be in. This would have been our first night of E3 right now if we were there. Uh, this would be our first full yeah. day. We would have been first there. Full day, yeah. We would yeah. have been there last yesterday night. and right. eating Coco Ichibanya last night. Last night. Yep. <sighs> and maybe tonight. <sighs> and and probably probably tonight, probably yeah. tonight actually. <laughs> yeah. Or tonight would have been Korean barbecue. One of the two. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So many things. <laughs> But so I was like sitting there on Saturday. I was over at uh, we were over at our friend's house uh, doing barbecue and hanging out by their pool. And I started complaining about how I'm not going to get curry and yada, yada, yada. I said, fuck this. And I pulled up Amazon and I ordered (laughs) I ordered uh, Japanese curry packs so that I could make curry at home. And it came came yesterday, like a little late for making dinner. (laughs) So we could I couldn't do it for dinner. So we had curry for dinner tonight. You can, you can get those golden curry things at like bashes and fries and shit like that. Yeah, I didn't want to have to go to the fucking store. No, okay. So I got three. I got three fucking big things of it that I got on Amazon delivered, and I made curry tonight. It was uh, it was chicken and carrots and sweet potato and onion, and I put some tomatoes in mine. And I found that Thai chilies do not make curry hot habanero. That will make chili or make curry hot. 
So with I curry, used a bunch of habanero flakes. You got to get more oil with your chili too to help it out. Otherwise, it just gets muted by the curry itself. Yeah, I don't have any chili oil here. I need more chili oils. Because mm-hmm. I can't really cook with it because the wife can't handle that much heat and the kid definitely can't handle anything. So I can't usually cook with oils. So everything that I have to do is usually like post. But habanero flakes, I put that on top of the rice, then I put the curry on top of it. That was good. Tomorrow, I'm going to make some egg. (laughs) Make myself an omelet. Put it on top of it. Mm -hmm. Heat that shit up. It's going to be so tasty. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so looking forward to my next two days of curry that I still have because I made a big old old pot of it. It's going to be so good. So you're like that uh, mom from Erased? Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. So what are we having for breakfast? Curry. curry. What are we having for lunch? Curry. Curry. Dinner. Curry. Curry. Eat a dick. <laughs> and I've still <laughs> got curry. I've still got two <laughs> like boxes of it. And it was hilarious too because I pulled them open. I'm like, hey Shannon, come here. And I like, popped it out and I pulled it over. I'm like, look, it looks like chocolate bars because it looks like Baker's chocolate. <laughs> when you when you do it, you like pull them off and you break it into like four squares and then you drop it in and you let it dissolve into the into the water. Although I didn't do just water. It was chicken stock and miso. It was delicious. Nice. Nice. Yeah. How did the chicken stock uh, uh, convert instead of water? Uh, I didn't need uh, to. We used better than bouillon. Ah. Uh. So you, you still end up getting, like, when you put the five, I put the five cups of water in, and you still end up getting, like, a, a broth because you cook the cook the chicken, the onions, the 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 carrots and the sweet potato, like all in, then you put that in there and you have to let that boil for yeah, 15 minutes. Yeah, down to minutes. the roux, yeah. Mm-hmm. And th- so I let that go and then I added in, like like with the last four or five minutes, I added in more chicken stock for the better than bouillon stuff and then a couple of tablespoons of uh, miso paste in there too. Nice. It so delicious. Yes. It was so good. I'm going to have more. <laughs> <laughs> If you guys haven't had Japanese curry, you don't know what you're missing. Yes, so, do so. so yummy. <laughs> it's so, so good. Okay. Anybody else got anything else to talk about? Mm, not curry Other than related. Being sad that we're yeah. not in, <laughs> sad that we're not in now LA. Now I just want right curry. Now. Well, actually, well, I'm sad. I'm sad that we're not in LA. I'm sad that E3 is not going on. I'm very, very sad. Oh, well, I have curry to warm me up. Okay. So I guess we'll start with news. <laughs> I guess. Well, yeah. I guess we'll just go ahead and start the news, everybody. Uh, in the biggest news in the gaming industry, I, I mean, like this is absolutely the really, biggest news really that big came news. out over the last two huge. weeks. Huge, huge! It's gigantic. It's the it's biggest the be- news that you'll ever news. have. The it's best, the best news. news. Everyone says so. It's so great. Patch notes is live. So we now have on the I Beat It First podcast network a third podcast. <laughs> Patch notes. In which what case is patch notes? In which case, well, patch notes is a uh, podcast where we get devs drunk and get them to answer stupid questions. Some of them about their games, some of them about other bullshit. You know, like what's the worst game that you ever made? <laughs> <laughs> what wouldn't you do for money? <laughs> Stuff like that. Uh, we were a little bit nice on our first official patch notes uh, interview with uh, the creator of Dark Sales. S-A-L-E-S, not S-A-I-L-S. But so find Patch Notes wherever you found this podcast, unless you're on Google, because it's going to be another couple days before it gets up there. But it's everywhere else. So, you know, search for Patch Notes. Spotify, you know, 
Stitcher. It's got a really good iTunes. logo that shows that it is an I beat it first one because it's got our freaking giant skull <laughs> 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 on the back of it as well. But yeah, look for it. We've got a we've moved over a few of our interviews. Chris Alderson's uh, interview that we did before. Uh, we did we moved over the. Uh, Lipitor pinball with <laughs> with Nick and Josh got moved over there as well too, um, and we have our first one with Dark Sales. So yep. yay, keep an eye out for that. That one's going to be less regularly updated because it's just you know whenever we get interviews with devs, uh, that's where we're going to put everything instead of putting them over yep, here. Which we got a first. couple more in the works. So yep, stay tuned. But it's not going to be a guaranteed like every two weeks. You might get no. two in a week. Who knows? People Surprise! might like us. <laughs> Okay, so Sony had to move their presser uh, that was scheduled for last week due to things going on in the world. And it's finally been re-set up, and it's going to be this Thursday, 6-11, at 1 o'clock p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. So they say. This one's going to (laughs) stay. This one's going to stay, I'm assuming. They're giving everybody some time to cool down a little bit, you know. Getting some weird shit going on. Okay, we're not talking about that, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Sony says it's happening 611. It has to happen 611. Like, it has to happen in order to get more information out and for people to, to stop being bitches about the Xbox on the internet right now. God. Yeah, that'll never happen. Yeah, no, it's, it's never going to happen. <laughs> um, but in... Subsequent news that goes with that, uh, Linus Tech Tips uh, has proved that they are everything that is wrong with YouTube. Um, as who uh, Linus Tech Tips, who it's a stupid <laughs> YouTube channel um, that apparently a lot of uh, Zoomers like to watch and millennials they love watching it for some reason because it's this guy mm-hmm. that that gets gets uber hype about stupid stuff and then uses his own personal bias and opinion on things rather than using cold hard facts. Um, so well, he yeah, was bitching that's about how, how you get Tim's, YouTube famous. Yeah, it is. He was bitching about how Tim Sweeney was going all gaga about the PS5 solid state drive and going all fucking nuts, even though Epic has said that they had to rewrite parts of the Unreal Engine 5 to get it to work properly with it because it's it wasn't moving fast enough. Five gigabits per second. Yeah. So... After he basically lambasted Linus Texas, basically lambasted Tim Sweeney. They then took a couple of days and actually read tech on this thing. And oh, then finally watched Sony's presentation on the solid state drive that they did for GDC two months ago. And then they issued an apology saying, yeah, it, it, it's pretty quick. All, all that, all that tech, like all adds up. Yeah, he, it's cheap and easy. I mean, yeah. I'm so gonna go out and stupid. say right now that as a tech uh, video game blog, that you know the PlayStation cures cancer and doesn't uh, use 5G. So I'll <laughs> apologize when someone proves it wrong, you know, later on. But for now, I just want the hits of everyone being like, "What? Here's this one blog that says it cures cancer." <laughs> It must be true. Post? <laughs> I'm saying it. It, it, yeah, it happens on the internet. According to the internet. Okay, so I got to make sure that when I put this up, I have to properly tag it. PS5 cures cancer. Yep. PS5 no 5G. That's yep. right. Blocks 5G. Blocks. Oh, blocks 5G. Not that yes. it has no 5G. Oh, it blocks 5G. Blocks 5G. Well, shit, dude. I'm it's got that built-in USB carry, thumb drive that blocks 5G. I'm going <laughs> to carry my, my PS5 on my genitals. There you go. <laughs> From what I hear of everything so far, of which nobody really knows anything about this, uh, it will keep them nice and toasty. Well, so. not only that, I'm hearing the Series X 
will make you an anime girl friend. Wait. You know, wait. you know. Wait, 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 wait. No, hang on. He put a he put a pause in there, <laughs> and I want to know if that was intentional or not. <laughs> Do you guys remember? Uh, like a couple years ago, there was that company, that Japanese company that made a digital girlfriend. It was yep. like just in like little pod and stuff like that. Oh, and yeah. come home. And it was remember, your alarm and everything. It was your alarm. Yeah. It remember your structure. If you were to like, because you don't have the top of the X, Series X has it like grid with the green lights coming up. <laughs> what if you were to put a pod on top of that? And then as an expansion bay, that, those lights can make you a little girlfriend. Maybe that's their plan the entire time is to merge yep. both those technologies That's together. how they get the Japanese market. There you go. That's how you do it, man. That's how they're getting the Japanese market. That's you make, it. You make this into a waifu machine, and all of a sudden you're number one selling. Yep. You have a video game console below for the American market. You have a waifu machine for the Japanese market. And then, you know, have it, I don't know, print money for China to buy it. I have no idea. <laughs> Well, the best is the actual rumor that has come out about how Microsoft plans to sell the Xbox in Japan. Have you? Did you guys see that one? I can't remember if I actually I, I sent that. You saw it. Yeah, yeah this, they're going to call it the. They're going to call it the Sega. Yeah. It's it's going to be the Sega Series X in <laughs> Japan because. Oh yeah, no, yeah, you sent that. That's right, Chris. That's where I yeah. saw it because I immediately saw it and said, "Do they really think that Japanese people are that stupid?" Yeah. <laughs> that they won't. That they won't read, like, about the Xbox Series X at all or see anything right now going and then call it that. I don't think Microsoft's that dumb to do that. But if they do, holy fuck, that's hilarious. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Sega's back in the console market, everybody. Sega is technically back in the console market, actually. Uh, They're releasing for their 60th anniversary. Is that right? Or 40th anniversary? I forget. Uh, They're doing an anniversary this year. It's a big milestone. Um, They're re-releasing the game or the game gear. But as they already had the Genesis micro. What? They already had the Genesis mini. So I guess that means they were now like at the game gear micro, micro, which is the size of the game boy micro, which we've talked about before the game boy micro thing. Actually, it's smaller than the game boy micro. This has the tiniest fucking screen. The buttons make it seem comically small because the buttons are regular sized buttons on it. And if you look, just Google search game gear micro, um, and then (laughs) you have to buy a four pack in order to make sure that you get all of the games because they didn't load all the games onto all of the game gears. You only get four games with each game gear. Oh, and and if you get the four pack, you get a magnifying screen. (laughs) It's just like the old school game boy. Uh, <laughs> it's so bad. I mean, what, I what cracked me up? What cracked me up is when the Game Gear was first released. It was just like, "Hey, this is like the bigger screen, the color screen. It's everything that Game Boy's not." And now they're just like, "No, nah, it's teeny tiny now. It's everything that Game Boy was." <laughs> <laughs> it fits in your pocket barely. Which I guess Japanese people have smaller pockets than Americans because you can fit a fucking switch in your pockets. I give it a switch in my pockets <laughs> yeah. for my shorts, for Pete's sake. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Let's see here. We'll continue on console news. Why not? Uh, The Cyberpunk 2077 Xbox One X Special Edition has a hidden message written in ultraviolet ink on the back of the. Oh, yeah. So on the back, there's like a little code that uh, it's a it. I forget what it says. It's just got like UV me. 
Well, that's that's what the first letters like. It says something, and then the first letters all line up, and it says U V M E U V me. And if you run a U V light over it, it says thanks in like sixteen different languages. Yeah, every language that's going to be released initially. Yeah, which is pretty cool. I thought that was an yeah. an interesting idea. It's better than like, hey, look, we painted a game console to kind of look like you know this, or we put a plastic skin on it. Yeah, that's a good one. And they yeah. put the fucking skins on. Um, but it's it's a cool little thing. Um, I don't know if that's enough for anybody to want to buy an Xbox One X like months before the Series X comes out. But, you know, like if I was going to spend money on an Xbox right now, I'd just hold out another six months, to be honest. Right. This is for the collectors out there. Oh, God, True. those collectors... Like I've seen some of those guys that collect PS4s and stuff like yeah. that, and they've they've thrown them up on the PlayStation blog, and it's the same with the Xbox guys of like where they just go out and they shell out like four hundred bucks for a fucking console, five hundred bucks for a fucking console, just they, so that they can keep it there. Hey, single engineers yeah. need to have a hobby too. All right. Yep. <laughs> I have thirty PS4s. <laughs> no, you have a car that you haven't been able to drive for a while because, well, shit. <laughs> Andy has a full uh, rig that he hasn't ever driven or set up or set yeah. up even. That's no, right. It's set up. Oh, is it set up? It doesn't is count it as set up if you never pulled the TV out of the box. <laughs> I've played on it. <laughs> the rig is meant to have that 50 inch TV up on the wall in front of it and you've never even pulled it out of the box they said I don't have 50 PS4s <laughs> <laughs> I was actually waiting for you to correct me and say it's a 55 inch TV <laughs> yes buddies everybody we're, we're going to beat this dead horse again Chris has a TV that has been sitting in the box at his house for two and a half years now well it's not for his main TV no. it's for his yeah. rig his racing rig which that he's he, never set up that he yeah he never set up <laughs> and he spent gobs of money on so he has this full simulation rig with what's the chair from it's like from an actual car too yeah, right it's an RX-7 right an RX-8 RX yeah well they're RX-8 yeah. car seat that I got for free by the way yes oh, but okay. still yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a pretty comfortable seat too like you know I would hope so it's leather <laughs> and it's, it. it's a racing seat well not a not a full on racing yeah. seat, but it's sports it's got to be good enough, like a sports seat. Yeah, it's it's got to be good enough for somebody that's going to like stock take some tight corners, which those cars can do. Yeah, so, I mean shit. My WRX uh, sports seats are really fucking comfortable. Yeah, it's probably actually more comfortable than an actual race seat. <laughs> they, dude, those are so uncomfortable. They're all stiff and hard. Yeah, and take all the weight out of them. Yeah, and if you're and if if you're a big boy like Chris. It's probably a little bit harder on you, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little tight. I can only imagine, like, I know some guys that are, like, six foot six, six foot seven that race and are not, like, string bean dudes. I'm like, how? God, that cannot be comfortable. They got big boy seats. Yeah, they have to get big boy seats. I, I did know uh, I did know a guy that was uh, friends with a guy that worked for me at CompUSA years back, and he was 6'10", and he wanted a WRX. And they had to take the seat and bolt it into place, basically in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh man. Anyways, uh, fuck it. Let's finish off. Uh, let's finish off console news. Nintendo has reportedly sold 
4.2 million Nintendo Switches in the month of March alone. Insane. Many hmm. of that does have to do with bots. And many because of that as is we also... talked about before, there were assholes that wrote a bot so that they could buy consoles as soon as they sold as soon as they showed up on like Walmart and Amazon and whatnot so that then they could resell it and they're currently still reselling them for double price like a bunch of dicks. Like a bunch goddamn dicks. Yep. And Plus animal there's also, yeah. <laughs> there's also just stupid news about the Atari VCS supposedly is shipping mid June. And that new Intellivision that I guess is coming out sometime for whatever reason. No, we talked about that already and it's dumb. <laughs> it is dumb. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> all right, we're all out of hardware now. Uh, Need for Speed Heat has been announced to be EA's first PC, PS4, and Xbox One crossplay game. It surprises okay. me that it took them this long to make one finally. Yeah. Well, and that's what I was asking. It's like, wasn't Anthem crossplay? And Chris is like, well, I don't think so. And I just never looked. I don't think it was at release. I think they had to do it to just give us give it some numbers. Either that or it's only like it's only uh, PS4 and let's see here. There's no timetable for crossplay, actually. No. Hmm. Yep. Why mm-hmm. won't it support crossplay at launch? Bioware hasn't stated exactly why Anthem won't support crossplay <laughs> at launch, but it likely comes down to time and resources. And now it's never fucking happening. Bioware's too busy sucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. So, so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Can't develop with your mouth full of penis. (laughs) (laughs) More money, please. Excuse me while I eat my lightsaber here, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I guess that's going to happen, which is good. Um, I mean, it's really that and Drive Club are the only cross-platform like racing games, really. If you think about it, because Gran Turismo is PS4 or PlayStation, yeah. Forza is is Windows and Xbox, and they're not going to go yeah. to PlayStation. Right. So, so they're cross play between them, but not everything. Oh, I guess NASCAR <clears throat> Heat. NASCAR. Is that, that cross play though? Well, not cross play, but I meant like it's on oh, multiple yeah. platforms. <laughs> so well, there's Project NASCAR. Cars 3 that was just announced. That's cross platform. Yeah. Yep. So that'll that be a cross platform as well. Cross play, maybe. Maybe, probably. Um, The nice thing about that, and I didn't put that on here, I totally forgot, thank you for remembering about that, Chris, (laughs) Um, is that they did say that they're looking to, to, well, they want to keep the enthusiast sim-level gameplay, but they also want to make it more accessible for arcade racers as well. Right. I still don't know exactly what that means, like how they're going to do that. Because I watched it's like a known kind of a video scene. on it. Um, I think it comes down to some of the assists and how you get into, how they structure how the game plays, how you get into the cars. And um, they have, you can upgrade your cars now in three. So like if you like a car, you move up to a bigger class, you can kind of upgrade and keep with it. And then they're also changing like the racing line to kind of help you move off of that better. So instead of like the normal games where you ha- actually have a line going through it, they're mm-hmm. just doing points. All right, here's your apex. Here's your such so breaking point. Here's your where you should be exiting the corner at. And so it's just little points rather than a line. And so it's supposed to help you kind of get that muscle memory a little bit better. And it that just towards your car as you have three car will change, change cars will change. Well, the like I, I see that like that definitely makes it easier for more arcade people. But I meant like the upgrading. It's like, how are they going to make it? more accessible for the arcade people 
but still keep that enthusiast feel. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it's kind of one of those, like, we'll have to wait and see type things, I guess. Yeah, because it kind of seems like they're doing the kind of more of gradual approach of trying to get these arcade people in and then kind of graduate them slowly to the arcade people and kind of down to, I think, a lot with, like, the assist as well to make New it flash. easier for them to drive. And they then, are going to catfish gamers into playing <laughs> games the way they want them to. Yes. <laughs> when is Bandai, uh, like, what, what summer festival is Bandai doing? Do you remember? Are they doing that one in July? think so. Or think they're doing they IGNs, I think. Are they doing the IGN festival? Okay. I think so, next week. Although, they're still not going to show anything about uh, that new George R. R. Martin. And <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? They could fucking just, like, throw an audible and, like, like freak everybody out. I just I'm like how the this. IGN Game Festival was posted, and everyone on Twitter replying to their announcement was like, you don't have this game. Where's this game? Why this game is bullshit? Fuck you. Yeah. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm still enjoying the idea of gaming catfishing. Like, I, I, I'm kind of, like, jonesing for the idea of the next Call of Duty game to be released, and it's actually, like, a tabletop simulator type game, like Warhammer 40K, but Call of Duty. <laughs> We're just like, the next Call of Duty game. We're not going to advertise any, anything about it because we're just going to have live actors anyway. Show no gameplay. You're all going to buy it. And then it's just literally Warhammer 40K Call of Duty. That'd be fucking amazing. Call of Duty Are they trying tactics. to get me to buy Call of Duty? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that, I think, why not at this point in time? <laughs> like, what, what was that tabletop game you just played, Chris, that was kind of dope looking? Wartile? Well, yeah, yeah Wartile. War it was just like, yeah, Call of Duty Wartile. And people would be I like, all right, yeah, Wartile. Sounds... Sounds good. Sounds like, psych, roll for initiative, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I totally forgot my, uh, I was fucking around in the store on, like, on my Fitbit, like on my phone, and I have a dice app now. Nice. It allows me to roll a 20, a 12, a 10, an 8, a 6, and I think a four? Yeah, and a four-sided die. I thought I you were literally between. rolling a 20-sided die and just calling out what you had rolled. <laughs> no, I'm just like, rolling yes, for initiative Eric, right now. We get it. <laughs> you have a dice on your, on your watch. I just rolled a three, though. That's bad. <laughs> I just thought that was fun. Um, anyways, yeah, so uh, Call of Duty Warhammer. Um, yeah, let's do that shit. <laughs> yeah, Call of Duty War tile. I, I am... Um, all for that kind of crossplay. Like that's that is honestly the one that's what Black Ops Cold War game is that I'm be. really waiting for them to come out with. And I think that they aren't doing it specifically because they don't want to like completely lose the Warhammer tabletop thing, which I don't think that they will because I think there's still people that will want to paint the figurines and do all of that and have the tactile thing. But I want to just be able to do Warhammer where it's like I can only move a specific distance and I've got my squadrons and I have to mm. move them around specifically and I can only move a distance. I have a template of what my of what my blast can be. I want all of that. And I haven't gotten a good one of those yet. For you and a buddy to get a Warhammer game right now, if you're just be like, hey, let's go to the gamers workshop and let's just buy whatever the bare minimum that we need to be able to just play a game right now like full squad let's say a full 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 uh, loadout because i know you can play small squads i'm talking like full squad that you could do i'm willing to bet that's more than 120 dollars oh it's definitely worth more than 120 bucks i'm right. guessing so right that's now, why they'll never do like that <laughs> yeah that's well that's what i was saying is they still want people to do it and i'm just like oh man 
Uh, hang on, I'm gonna search for an Eldar starter army, which I want to say was like 500 bucks. Eric, did you ever but pick are up those BattleTech? Already done? No, I have not picked up BattleTech yet. I need to. Still need to pick up BattleTech. Uh, yeah, it's like the the start collecting Craft World's Elders, which is just like a. It's like one, two, three, four, five, five troops, a Harlequin, um, and two mechs is seventy seven dollars plus. The uh, codec is 50 bucks, 40 bucks. Codecs are not cheap. Yeah, it, there's still like, it's hundreds of bucks. Here's one right here. Uh, Blood Death <laughs> Phoenix German, $263.55. <laughs> I just I just did a quick Google search. It was like, how much, to, how much does a bare minimum cost to start a Warhammer 40k game? And the first answer is your soul. <laughs> 100%. It's your soul. <laughs> And I'd say your virginity, but no, they're letting you keep your virginity. It's yeah. cool. Don't worry about mm -hmm. it, people. <laughs> they have yeah, extra. <laughs> <laughs> they might give you... Actually, they can give you your virginity back if you buy into it. Ooh, that's so, how you you're, a born again You're a born again. Virgin. Yes. Yep. <laughs> born again virgin. All you got to do is buy a Warhammer 40K or Warhammer starting set. It's it's fun, but yeah, that's what I was saying. It's like I don't think they ever will because they don't want people to get away. But I honestly think that they'll still have that capability. And if they sell expansion packs the way that they would sell the other ones, like you could get people that would fucking shell out money for that. I'm just kind of still stuck on the idea of going up to a girl like, oh yeah, I'm born again. Oh, you're a Christian? No, I just got really into Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a chaosician. <laughs> <laughs> Chaosition. There we go. <laughs> okay. Uh, keeping with racing news, Gran Turismo trademarked again, which we already talked about how, uh, how, fuck, what was it? It's next, whatever. Oh, that next level company. racing down Australia. Yeah, next level. Yeah, they already, they already dropped the, uh, the Gran Turismo 7 logo. So that was just dumb. Um, all right. So we're getting into festival. As much news. effort into that. As I did with the PS5 logo. Yeah. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> Seven. I still don't think sport ever came out. It did. It did. Nah. It, it did. It Lots just, of people buy it. It was just updated like a couple weeks ago. It was just yeah. a spec. That's a lot. They, they continually update it too, <laughs> dude. We talked about on the last podcast a new Mazda car that came out on you. Like, I don't think this game ever actually came out. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Oh, man. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so it so. is now nope. time to get into like Eric summer get Eric gaming doesn't exist news, again. In which case, the PC <laughs> gaming <laughs> show This is, is like Jason and Chris time right now. It's yes. always my favorite. I, I think Eric maybe edits these out, but it always makes me happy yes. that you and I can at least be like, hey, we at least have good system information and hardware. Well, Eric's a piece of shit. Oh, hey, Eric. <laughs> oh, Eric. You're back. I don't know what it is with <laughs> Hawks being a bunch of fucking dicks. This is really annoying. Um, well, at least I, you're I don't even have this problem streaming. Cox. But I don't even have this problem when I stream. And I, re I rebooted on Friday just because I knew that I was going to be streaming and I didn't have any problems with the reboot. And I don't know. It's something with Zoom. They have some weird handshake with Zoom. Either way. Anyways. Uh, so PC Gaming Show promise comes out on 613 and they promise two hours and I'll believe it when I see it. I'm blocking out three and a half solid hours <laughs> of Saturday afternoon for PC Gaming Show. Well, I'm they don't make have sure the, my, hey, let's go up to the balcony and look at this person, interview this other person while wearing a shark outfit. 
I'm gonna wear a shark outfit. Uh, yeah, I'll make sure that I'm gonna in my my uncomfortable chair, and I'm gonna sit down and I'm <laughs> gonna watch it in that one so that I don't I don't get comfy in this chair. Lean back and fall asleep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which yep. I have been known to do at the PC gaming show. Especially the, the first, first year when it was like six hours or whatever the yeah. fuck it was. It was, so it was three and a half to four hours, which every other PC gaming show is about three and a half hours. And we always continually they, were like, ah, we can make it through this time. They tighten it up a little bit after that first one. Yeah, after the first uh, one. Well, last, it went from last down like was, four to five hours to like three hours. Yeah, but mm-hmm. last year was still kind of full of crap they, with the bouncing yeah. around. Hopefully, with them, without them having to bounce around, they can pre-do it and it'll be fine. Yeah, well, and hopefully they don't. F- well, the nice thing about the way that they're doing it this year is that we don't have to worry about them fucking up the press seating, yeah. like they did last year, oh, yeah. where we were all extremely uncomfortable in the tightest fucking seats possible, and everybody's got a fucking computer out trying to type. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, like. Let's, let's make the other. gamers comfortable instead of the people that are having to actually write about it. It's like, <laughs> hey, we're in here for three to four hours. We might need to go pee. Oh, yeah, you can't go back to your seat. I go upstairs. Oh, yeah, that was so stupid, too. You can't come back in. Oh, God. Fucking dumb. Okay. Anyways, uh, Steam was supposed to have their game festival going on, and that has been pushed back to 616, which, Chris, do you remember everything that's going on in that one? In the... The, the Steam, Steam Game one? Festival? I think, yeah. I thought it was just their sale. Is it just their sale? I thought it was just a sale, too. I thought that they were actually doing something. Maybe it is just their sale. I mean, everyone's no, just trying to... They're supposed to be spotlighting chats with devs, stuff like that. Oh, yeah, okay. it's just Everyone's it's just trying to, like, stuff, show yeah. their solidarity with what's going on and stuff like that, which, you know, any corporate shill that's trying to tell you that they stand with you, I just roll my eyes, because just like, no, you just are standing with money. But whatever. Props to them. I think this is the Except first time... Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> yes. They oh my God, Ben did, and Jerry's. Yeah. No, we're not talking about this though. Look, ben and Jerry's. Everybody, look up Ben and Jerry's. Look up Ben and Jerry's support for Black Lives Matters. It's fucking epic. Epic. <laughs> um, but uh, better than anything, epic son. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Steam Game Festival is chats with devs and whatnot for it, and they pushed that back a week because I think that was supposed to happen this week. Video E3. games don't cause violence. Epic gives Grand Theft Auto Five away for free next mm. week. World's on fire. <laughs> It was two, two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Which I heard uh, also they were happening. Protesting in GTA Five Online. Amazing. <laughs> Which is great. I love. Also this world. happening this weekend is the Gorilla Collective Festival. Which sounds really fucking weird, and it sounds like it's actually being put on by Gorilla Games, but it's not. Um, Gorilla Collective Festival is basically everybody that you would have seen. Uh, that's an indie dev at E3 is going to be doing stuff. So all the people that we normally see like during the mix when we go, which we would be going this Thursday night, Wednesday night, Wednesday? We, we would be going this Wednesday night, um, which we're not because we're not in LA and we're sad. Um, but uh, they're doing that. So keep an eye out for all that stuff. It's Gorilla, G-U-E-R-R-I-L-L-A, not G-O-R like that. Um, but yeah, keep an eye out for that because there's going to be a ton of indie stuff there. Um, I, I believe that you might see some Star Bear Pro waterboarding on that too. <laughs> Perhaps. Speaking of Gorilla, since you mentioned Gorilla Games, do you think we'll see uh, Horizon Zero Dawn 2 at the PS5 showcase? To on be the honest, 11th, I hope probably. Um, there, is, there is some rumors going around 
Well, it's not really rumors. Like, it's going to be fucking happening, people. There's going to be a bunch of remasters on the PS5, which is basically going to be a whole bunch of up, up, like, ticks and everything like that. Whether or not they charge people, like, an exorbitant amount of money for it, or if they now do something where they're like, yeah, you pay, like, 10 bucks and you get, like, you get new textures and shit like that. Like, that would be okay. But if they charge people, like, a full a full video game for a remaster of a game like Horizon Zero Dawn on the PS5, I'm going to cry bullshit. Um, but they're definitely at least going to show that off, I think, as far as, like, this is what Horizon Zero Dawn looked like on the PS4. This is what it looks like on PS5. With nothing. I'm That'd just saying, like, a full-on sequel. Yeah, I, I, they well, may they'll announce, probably announce that. Yeah, yeah but I, I hope they don't show anything about it. I, I really don't want this to become the next Assassin's Creed title where it's just shoveled out all the time. Right. It's, I mean, it's been, been a while. A while. It's been a it's while. It's been a while, dude. but th- I mean, the Guerrilla uh, Games is not as big of a publisher as Ubisoft, unfortunately. Yeah, but it's they've been working on it too for a long time. It's been a while, yeah. dude. <laughs> like you got to look has at. Has been almost five years, huh? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. The so, release date was well, no, the release date was February twenty eighth, twenty seventeen. We played it about five okay. years ago. That's when I broke it at E three. Uh, continuing our tradition there, everybody. But the game's three and a half years old. So if they announce a game that's coming out next year that's four and a half years old, yeah. you know, right, I don't right, think that it's right, going to be yeah. announced as a launch title. Probably but not. They definitely will probably announce like Horizon Zero Dawn 2. It's definitely going to be Halo. Yep. <laughs> Kills well, we already know Halo's five. a launch title, everybody. So On the PS5. <laughs> <laughs> After it cures cancer and blocks 5G. Oh, man. Final Fantasy VII but Remake wait, Chapter 2. Wait. <laughs> does that mean that I can't have my phone anywhere near my PS5? Well, is your phone 5G? Yes. Well, then it'll explode. <gasps> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no. It doesn't just block it. It reverses the waves. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It sends it's, it's out the anti-5G 5G neutralizing waves. That's right. <laughs> it's actually got like a little laser cannon in there that'll pop up and find the 5G device and blast it. <laughs> you remember folding at home. This one's going to be five, finding 5G at home where other gamers are going to be able to hunt your 5G technology <laughs> by the PlayStation Network. And it'll be a service that you're paying for with your PS Plus membership. So you're going to be literally paying Sony to destroy your other technology. This is a perfect Hunt plan. Me down. Yep. Like they're going to, they're going to do down. everything. Everything that's not Sony branded will be obviously targeted, and worth double points. So <laughs> this is true. They don't have Microsoft a Sony branded, 5G phone double. yet, right? I mean, just the idea of loading into someone else's house and destroying their tech sounds amazing. <laughs> then it happens to you, and you're just like, ah, well, I guess I'll buy a Sony phone. Oh, you have a Samsung TV? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Boom. You can't even play anymore. Then it, pop, then it emails you an ad for a Sony Bravo system. Are those even a thing anymore? I don't think so. Yeah, they are. Oh, okay. Yeah, there Bravia. you go. The Bravia. Not Bravo, but Bravia, yeah. All right, uh... Kingdoms Kingdoms of Amalar Reckoning. Was it Re-Reckoning is what they called it, Chris? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the Re-Reckoning. So Re-Reckoning was accidentally announced <laughs> on what the developer has called an oopsie-daisy. <laughs> yep, that's true. That's a oopsie-daisy on our part. It's, it's either the most boomer-like <laughs> apology or... 
it's just some mid like midwestern like Wisconsin like girl. <laughs> or it. it was totally planned and they're just like whoopsie daisy. Oh no. No, they said oopsie daisy. We already talked about this earlier. It's an oopsie daisy, not whoopsie daisy. Oopsie daisy. <laughs> My bad for free press. You My got bad. us. Ha 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 ha. Buy our game. Don't everyone talk about this without us paying for it. Mm-hmm. It no. is the better way to do it, in my opinion, is to just just fucking drop information out. It's like, Poof, there you go. And then just sit there and wait. Because then that will be the full uh that'll be the full litmus test as to whether or not people actually cared is if they saw it and then flipped their shit. As opposed to you putting it out and they're like like, oh, yeah, this is in the news cycle. No, they're like, holy shit, this just popped up. Like that. I, yep. I think that that's something a lot a lot better, in my opinion. It also, you know, sucks that we're getting played, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I think um, my favorite, it, to kind of go to your example on that, is that Kingdom Hearts has, like, a complete story rendition where it's like, Every single game Kingdom Hearts has made, including like a digital like video and like cutscenes remastered to HD and all that stuff like that. And nobody talks about it because nobody cares. <laughs> Whereas just like if, if Kingdom Hearts 3 was like a good game and it was like one of the things, this would be easily one of the hardest things you could possibly find that Square Enix would have ever made. Because people would be like, holy fuck, it's the way I can have every single like the entire Kingdom Hearts collection all in one thing, including all HD remakes of all the videos and stuff like that from the Game Boy Advance games and blah, 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 blah. Instead, it's just like, hey, buy this 15 bucks, please, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't even like played it beyond like helping Ronan exactly it. yeah and I I was so looking forward to it and then I, I just it's like eh there's cooler K- shit Kingdom Hearts watch me 3. play this watch me play this uh this Metroidvania Kickstarter game instead <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 is Game of Thrones season 8 to me like it's just like you failed mm. so miserably you destroyed the fandom like nobody wants to talk about Kingdom Hearts anymore <sighs> Well, did you play it? I played. I played like the first level, and I was just like, "This is the same game," and it's like less comfortable in the combat, and I didn't like it, so I just never even bought it. Well, because I, I I'm remiss on giving it that Game of Thrones analogy, just because the worst part about Game of Thrones was fucking shoehorning in this shitty fucking story and just fucking up everything that they did for years and years and years, and I feel it's more just. They didn't really fuck up everything that they did. They just didn't change much. And then the story was always convoluted. So it's like you should expect the convoluted weird, weird ass right. story. But I, I mean, I think my example still stands because nobody wants to talk about it. And it's just like even when you bring it up anymore, people are just like, uh, yeah, I like it. OK. No one's just like, oh, my God, I fucking love it. You're a half old. Still, still Best though. I mean, shit, three three years ago, we were still talking about Kingdom Hearts two, being like, "Fuck, I can't wait till Kingdom Hearts three comes out." When they announced it, what was it? Two years ago at E three, people were like jizzing their pants all over the place just to like three. even look at it. I think mm-hmm. it was like four years ago. Regardless, like even <laughs> still, like people were like all about this shit, and then it released to like zero fanfare, and then people played it and were just like, "Oh, this is not what I wanted at all." And it just disappeared. Like, it just disappeared. And that's what I'm kind of saying to it. You know what it was missing? More you know what it was missing? <laughs> no. What's the name of that it was, song? It was missing people having to stay at home to play it. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think that's so. The, you don't think that no. that would have helped it at all? 
if, no. if the pandemic happened, dur- like when Kingdom Hearts 3 was released, you don't think that would have helped it at all? It would have helped it now. Eh, yeah, but it's not new hot. Like Final Fantasy 7 Remake came out like a couple of weeks into the pandemic. So but that was a new good hot. Game. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it was a good game. Like, people will <laughs> want to play that game no matter what because it was good. It was a solid game. And I feel like they took a lot of the shit that they did wrong in Kingdom Hearts 3 and removed a lot of that. Because the gameplay style, the mechanics aren't far off. But they figured out differences between Final Fantasy or 13 and Kingdom Hearts 3. And they're like, okay, these are our things. Now let's tweak these and make a better game. Final Fantasy VII Remake. All right. Oh, God. Do we want to end angry? <laughs> when are we not Or do we want to end just having We're conversations? How let's about end angry, angry conversations? Let's, yes. let's end angry. Okay, so we've got three more things. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima uh, is taking a different stance to hard mode to gaming, and I totally love it. They're making it so that uh, characters that you fight don't have extra health. Like your sword is just as dangerous from start to finish, no matter what. So you don't get like these people where they they start stacking up HP and start stacking up, uh, start stacking up armor and everything like that. They're making the AI more aggressive and tweaking other aspects of the game to make you have to play better and make you have to change your play style on those different mechanics. But you could still kill people in one strike, which I think is cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cool i i don't i mean sure you got to look at it you got to play it in order to make a final decision as to whether or not that's worth it but i think that that's a cool idea and it's a it's a cool way of going about gaming as opposed to right now their strikes hit you twice as hard and you hit half as hard good point i Mm -hmm. mean like if you're gonna have like I guess the point of it is that if you're making the game where hard is the true quote unquote experience of the game, then yes, because it should be like, hey, easy isn't just that like everything has one HP and hard. Everything has a hundred HP. It should be like easy. This guy only has three attack moves. Medium. This guy has a counter move and four attack moves. And, and hard is mm-hmm. this guy can like kick your ass because he's doing a whole plethora of moves that you. This guy gets double jump. Right. <laughs> but you may not have seen that in easy. I think that is a good point. Like if it's just right. like I've never seen this before when I played the game originally on like normal, let's say I've never seen this guy do this move before. That's cool. If that's yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're saying it is, is that they're changing the mechanics and they're changing the way that the AI works in between the different playstyles, which I think is, I think it's cool. And it's definitely worth a play. Um, I can't wait to play that game. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be any good at it, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, Twitch started uh, sending out a whole bunch of DMCA complaints to streamers over the last couple of weeks. Um, and I, I still haven't delved into it, whether it's, Record companies are finally like cracking down more on Twitch because of so many people watching streaming over the last couple of months or if Twitch just changed their stuff because it they're owned by Amazon and now they're sending out more. I'm not, I can't figure out exactly what that is, but I do know that there's a bunch of people that have gotten uh, DMCA takedown complaints on clips, not just like yeah. their streams themselves, but people will create clips and they may have thousands of clips shared or stored on their account that they would have to go back through and delete. 
which is just insane. And and that's what Twitch is telling them. They're like, well, just delete all of your clips like that have anything on it. And it's it's best just to not keep those clips. Yeah. At which point I will put the mild secret out that we use when we stream monstercat.com pay five dollars a month you get unlimited streaming of most of their songs that's on there and if you're going to stream if you're going to stream video games and you want music other than what is on the game itself get monster cat music there's or, other places that you can do it too right but. yeah there's there's you can find all kinds of free or open source mu- music and stuff yeah, like that. you got to be careful about those ones though because people will people can still file claims on them and then they can fuck you a little bit on that too. So you have to be real careful on those. Uh, the one thing that I like about Monster Cat is that you're getting it from the record label, so somebody can't put a claim out for you, uh, and you whitelist you whitelist through your own system, but or through their system. So they automatically whitelist your channel and everything like that, so that you don't have any problems with it. But that is an issue. Like I've, I've had that conversation with Anne. She's like, "Well, I, I just I use free." Free to play things. I'm like, yeah, but someone could still always go through and, and log a complaint, and it takes longer to it takes longer for them to realize that it's actually an open source song than it takes for you to get fucked by them. <laughs> Which especially, some of them are saying like repeat violations will result in your account being banned. True, good point there. So it's like I I wouldn't even fucking play with that. I would find. Monster Cat or somebody else that you pay for a streaming service that will white label your channel. I will uh, give free music to that I make to anyone that gives one that gives me four dollars a month, and I'll I'll make great music for them. Great, 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 the greatest ever. I mean, you did make me one good techno song way back in the day with that techno EJ. Fruit Loops, the, man. Yeah, I still got that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Will that still run on your computer? Fruit Loops? I'm sure I could find it. But uh, no, that's not that's not what you're getting. That's premium stuff. That's like at least $6 a month. But oh, okay. that's if you want bucks. the $4 a month, that's all That's all straight from boom, my mouth. Boom, 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 Welcome to the I've been a first acapella network, everybody. <laughs> oh man, okay. I don't know exactly how pissed off. For ten hours on YouTube. There you go. Let's do it. All right, so I don't know exactly how pissed off this is going to make us as far as our conversation goes, but uh, shareholders for Activision Blizzard and a lot of other people are pissed off because it has now come out that their CEO, um, I didn't even fucking type his name down because I really don't care enough to really give a shit about his name, is going to make $100 million for the fourth straight year. Good for him. Because they've written in weird-ass fucking things that he gets bonuses without even hitting sales numbers and projections that they're supposed to hit. That's a smart CEO right there. That's how you negotiate a a contract. It's a smart Mm -hmm. CEO. That's a great way to just get a bunch of fucking money and get out while driving a fucking company into the ground. Yeah, who gives a shit if that's your your plan? I mean, it's just like... I'll cry all the way to the bank. Oh, no, Activision's going down. Well, I got my 10 million. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's the thing that, that sucks, though, is so many fucking people got got let go in December as well as other things happening that now 
they've been moving money apparently basically away from creating games and away from other people just to this fucking douchebag's wallet. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I wouldn't even look it's oh man it's so fucking infuriating to me that somebody would do this and it's it is the worst fucking thing that you could do. It's like you could say that you're a gamer and you love video games and then you fucking siphon and destroy an entire company. Yep. So yep. dumb. Jerks are jerks. Yep. Jerks are jerks and it pisses me off so fucking much. I hate it. They 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 used to be so good. And then this fucking douchebag. Like if you think about it, when did they start going downhill? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Think about that. This guy's fucking this making fucking bank. dick bag. Yeah. Comes in four years in a row making a hundred million dollars while they continually go downhill in production quality and in work work capabilities as well as work life because a lot of people were pissed off about that as well people that used to work there they're like shit i was just sticking around and it was it was a fucking horrible time working there and now i don't have to go back like i don't know which one's the worst part (laughs) like working there or no longer working there which one's worse um because he doesn't give a shit about you yeah he doesn't give a shit about anybody and granted you can say like, oh, new CEO actually cares about you. Company doesn't actually care about you. Company's company wants you there just to make money. But the thing is that the company wants to make fucking money, and the company wants to do this shit. And this asshole has just been siphoning the money out. The company wants to do stuff. The company may not give a fuck in general about the actual coders and developers, but they do give a fuck about having good content for what it is that they put out. And this fucking asshole who. Most of the people they did, they did like number crunching. Most of the people that were there that were getting fired didn't even make 1% of what he makes. Yeah. I mean, dude, look at any major corporation. You're going to see a lot of the same stuff here. And it's not just like a CEO that's going to be able to run things into the ground all by themselves. They got to be having there. They have a whole team behind them and board members that have all approved this crap. So, yeah, while he's making a crap ton of money, I guarantee there's other people just as much on the take as he is. Oh, probably. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what it was because I was reading about it and it was the the things that got put in for his like additional bonuses and stuff like that were not part of board approved things. It was like other things that got tossed into his contract or something like that. I forget. I'd have to relook through a lot of that. All I know is that this guy is probably not single handedly, but heavy handedly ruined Activision. And I don't know if they're going to be able to come back. Activision had enough of a had enough steps forward on doing that themselves. Yes, as, right. a, company, also as a company, they, they did plenty. They did plenty over the yeah. last couple of years. He's also ruining Blizzard. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Blizzard, Blizzard was doing a pretty good job of ruining themselves. They, they, yeah, they've been they've been slowly <laughs> declining already. I mean, this is just if if I if I was on the stance that I was well last year with all the China stuff going on and, and all that jazz, and I was like on the butt end of all that, I'd be like, you know what? I'm just gonna rake in all the money I possibly can because I'm not gonna be here for five years. Like, what's your five mm-hmm. year plan to rape this company for all it's worth and be gone? I mean, that's it's a good personal asshole way to go about things if you want to be if you want to if all you're looking at is that then yes but fuck and it it just pisses me off (laughs) it pisses me off to no end that 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 someone would basically put their own personal interests and short-term gains above actually helping a company stay afloat and it's not even like like oh you know i gave up a million dollars to do it it's like fuck you man 
I know CEOs that were making $10 million for companies that probably brought in as much or more in revenue. This It's just fucking ridiculously yep. insane. Oh, well. Okay. I'm done with that bullshit. <laughs> Fuck that guy. All right. Uh, I guess I'll go first because I actually don't have a whole lot of games to talk about this time because uh, I played one game that I'm not allowed to talk about yet. <laughs> Which really sucks because I really wanted to talk about it. And I'm like, well, we'd have to put off putting this podcast out until Thursday morning, which I mean, would suck. <laughs> so we won't talk about that. Uh, but so I played a couple of games. Uh, first one that I played so far is Spirit Oath, which is it's not OK. So it's a tile game, but it's not like a Warhammer type tile game. It's a tile progression slash tower defense, I guess you would call it game. I don't know, have you watched anything on this, Jason? No, I'm no. looking it up right now just based on what you said. It's interesting. So you you get three tiles that you have to set out, um, and then the tiles all have connecting pieces that point in different directions, and you have to connect the you have to connect the pointing pieces together. Once you connect them up, the different point the different connecting pieces then will pop up different towers that then spawn different units, and they'll continually spawn out. Um, but you have to progress across the map and unlock different things and play, and it's really really like quick paced like it's not like it's not as fast paced as some other games you know like but in this particular instance you're like you get dropped in you're like okay here you go oh shit they're attacking me immediately because it's not it's not a big ass map it's not like going like red alert or command and conquer where it's like you start building your pace and you get going and then five ten minutes later you see like little guys pop in and they start like shooting their little guns at your wall and then tanks start appearing. And when I know like, this is like you start off and you're like, okay, what am I doing? Oh shit. Someone's attacking me. And like, they're just constantly doing it. So you have to go through and you do that. Um, I got regular, I got regular units. I got aerial units. Um, they've got like tank units that you get and you have to unlock as well. It's an interesting game. I am nowhere near good enough to be the one that has to review this game. Unfortunately, <laughs> I think I'm going to have to really get good at it before I can review it. And it's not that it's like the game is is too hard and you just can't play it and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's it's just fast paced and I got to be in the right mind. But it was definitely an interesting game uh, and it, it plays really well. And it came out, it's on early access right now, so you can get it on Steam. Uh, but it came out last Tuesday on the 2nd. Nice. I like that one. Interesting. Uh, also. Also, for uh, my multiplayer game that I did over on Bravest Esports for two weeks ago, because I didn't do a stream on Tuesday for obvious reasons, um, I did two solid hours of Tetris 99. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and you know what? It's fun. And the great thing about it is you get fucking games like that. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Well, I mean, your yeah. game ends and boom. You already boom. Here you go. Here's another group of here's another group of 99 people. Isn't it still go. their game number one uh, online played game? It probably is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, I mean, it's free, obviously, so that makes yeah. it easy. But um, well, free, free. Yeah, you just have to have mm -hmm. pay for online. Or you pay, or you pay ten bucks to get the other modes and whatnot. True. But yeah, it's it's free if you if you get Nintendo Switch Online, which you should get it if if you want to play any game online on the Switch. Um, but yeah. I was surprised it was a fucking Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday at 11 o'clock in the morning to one o'clock here in the afternoon. And it was packed from people all over the world. And you're talking like continual games, whether you went into regular like uh, one V everybody or you went into team modes, which was really cool because they have 
they have teams where it's like they break the they break everything up into groups of four. So it's red, green, blue, and yellow. And those teams all attack the other colors, which was interesting. Like it's, it was really cool to watch. And you could drop out at any time. Like if you didn't want to watch and see if your team won, you could just drop out, boom, pop into another one. Yep. Yeah, it was it was really a lot of fun because it was so fast paced. Like I was getting my ass handed to me every now and then. I think I peaked at is that the ten or thirteen out of a hundred or out of ninety nine, which pretty damn good in my opinion <laughs> uh it's way better than i think any time that i did a, like playing puyo puyo champions <laughs> <laughs> which is what i think i'm playing tomorrow <laughs> for it because puyo puyo champions is still a fun game but tetris 99 is a solid like if you've got nintendo switch online and you want to you want to play something that's just fun and just gets you in and out of games quickly that's a great game to play nice Agreed. But that's about it. Uh, the other game that I played, like I said, I can't talk about it until the next podcast, which sucks because it's a really <laughs> good game. <laughs> uh, I can go next. So yeah. for me, I I have started up on my Summer of Jason. Uh, one of my favorite things to do uh, every summer is I usually like to go back through either my backlog or buy a bunch of cheap ass games and get playing on them just for the hell of it. You know, I don't go for don't go hard on any of them, but just mostly to turn my brain off and and chill out while it's fucking hot out outside. Shark Quest Two. <laughs> uh, um, so right off the bat, the first thing that I started picked back up was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I'm still tr- trying to trudge through this game. Yeah. Um, why people love it so much, I get. There's a lot to it. But it just gets so repetitive and boring after a few hours and stuff like that. I just, I just, I can't give it more than like, you know, maybe like a good solid week of playtime at a time. And then, you know, yeah. as long as you keep following the story, it's okay. But it's easy to get sidetracked. So good for them for making a good solid open world game. But just like the problem I had with Assassin's Creed 3, I get to a point where I'm just like, I don't fucking care. Right. <laughs> I don't think I've ever actually heard anybody talk about how great Assassin's Creed Odyssey oh is. Oh my God. A lot of oh people yeah. love the shit out of this game. Most yeah. people that I've heard talk about it are like, like they just bitch about, about same, like a lot of the same stuff that you are about the progression and whatnot. And it's like, it should, they should have made something different more different than Assassin's Creed Origins. Here, here's the thing. if Because here's where it's, I, you can tell that I'm an old man with a job because I, I don't like man. this game. Exactly. If I was 13 or 15 again and this game existed when I was 13 or 15, this would be my favorite game of all time because it's just like I've now bought one game with my allowance money that I have and it's this one and it'll last me forever. Like there's there's going to be no shortage of shit that I can do in this. Like I want to count how many many games you use this analogy for <laughs> there's well because i'm fucking old now anymore yeah. so um because i well, think back to it like when i played final fantasy 7 for the first time you know if, if you really think back to it you know the, all those random battles and stuff like that it got repetitive pretty quickly that especially as you're grinding out to get up to uh be able to take out the ultimate weapons and stuff like that you, you would just sit there and hit attack 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 and then bring up a w item and all the master summons and bullshit and just watch summon <laughs> screens for like five hours but uh um with with 
Assassin's Creed, you know, I, I, it's, I'm still a purist when it comes to AC. Getting rid of Desmond was like the biggest problem that they ever did. Oh, yeah. And I wish, I really wish that we could bring that back. It, this is also one of the things that I'll, I'll be waiting on Val, uh, Valhalla for just because it's just like, eh, there's no need for me to rush into it. I was really impressed with uh, um, Origins. Yes. I think they did a fantastic job with Origins. I mean, here they are obviously just trying to copy it over again. I'm really worried they're going to do it again for Valhalla, so I will hold off on that. Yeah, if I've had the same worries with Valhalla. Yeah. Um, I then went back, and uh, as we talked about a couple podcasts ago, uh, Children of Morta uh, brought out New Game Plus and other modes, so I jumped back into that, tried to clean up some of the trophies that are going on there. I, it's just a fantastic... Um, uh, uh, a roguelite style uh, dungeon crawler beat em up game. It, it, they did such a great job. I played with the it controls, with you. The storyline, yeah, you played with it with me for a little bit. Um, I, I, I enjoyed it a whole lot. The problem is though is that in game stuff, uh, even with new game, um, if you've already unlocked or experienced a lot of the side missions and, and unlocked a lot of stuff, there's not much to motivate you to go back to these dungeons over and over again to grind out some of the higher level stuff. So there's kind of like the little only caveat that I would give, but otherwise the experience from start to end scene is fantastic and well worth it. The only thing that I would say sucks is that there's not any online multiplayer. It's only couch co-op. You can do share play though. with, hmm. with this current thing. Oh yeah, we could do share play. That's true. Mm -hmm. Cause I wouldn't mind playing that more. With you, because it, it was fun having two people. Yeah, two people made the game a lot easier, too. And then being able to, like, strategize and stuff, it, it was definitely a different game. But it's a, it's a great game in itself. Um, I then picked up some new games on sale right now, because PlayStation's having their Days of Play sale, which is great. I finally picked up uh, Dark Souls 3, and uh, um, nice. getting good on that one all over again. Getting good. Uh, getting good. Um, I don't know what it is, but... People love Bloodborne like crazy. And I just, like, Bloodborne versus Dark Souls to me, I'm a Dark Souls fan. Like It's, I, the, it's the different gothic aesthetic. It's not even, it's the combat for me. Like, and, I, and guns and stuff like that, too. Not even guns. Like, it's just the pacing, no, I, that, I feel. You said I don't know why people like Bloodborne. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's the different, the different, it's the more horror gothic aesthetic and the guns. That's what I think is why people like Bloodborne more. No, nah, because the guns the guns aren't major in Bloodborne. I played the shit out of Bloodborne. Like for me, it's, like it's I, just I, different though. I'm just get, saying. I, I think would get that that's more what it frustrated is. in Bloodborne than I would in Dark Souls. Like I was playing this one boss, or not even a boss, it was just a side boss thing to get like a I knew there was gonna be a hidden item back there. I was just like, fuck it, I'm gonna keep doing it. It's close enough to a bonfire, I don't mind dying over and over again. And uh even with the load times, which aren't instant, but they're there. Um, I was just like, I, I have no problems doing this and getting the good, you know, getting the parry down and all that stuff like that wasn't that the big of a deal where in, in Bloodborne, I just was constantly just like, no, come on, let's keep going. Let's move. Let's move. And I don't know. Anyway, I like it. It's fine so far. I mean, not much to say about Dark Souls that you don't know already. If you're a Souls fan or not, there you go. Oh, for $13 though, for the deluxe or deal, all DLC season pass, I was just like sold. I'll, I'll, I'll finally jump on board. Uh... Lastly is uh, um, a game that I liked <laughs> a long time ago, but I just couldn't justify uh, spending money on, and that is uh, Everybody's Golf. <laughs> I, finally, I finally picked it up. Um, it is a Hot Shots golf <laughs> game. It, it is everything you'd anticipate from an Everybody's Golf title. Um, if you like, I mean, golf games in general haven't really changed in the last, like, 
20 years. <laughs> so there's not too much different for it, except for like a little bit different of the online play and, and the pacing of it. I will say the pacing is what makes this game a, a, a Myota more fun than other golf games where you're all teeing off at the same time and playing all over the place. And, you know, there's not really any like, let's watch this person now hit the ball mm-hmm. and do whatever they're going to do. Cause you know, that's always boring. So just running up and doing your own thing. And then at the end of it being like, all right, we're all done. How'd we all do? I think that made it at least a little bit more fast paced for a golf game. Um, that being said, there's so much customization you can do on the characters, like the amount of clothes, hairstyles, all that stuff like that. That's cool. But there's like literally nothing for the clubs and the balls. Like, it's just <laughs> like, why can't I get like better clubs? I mean, you can get better clubs. No, you just have to get stuff. better. Yeah. Well, there's, yeah, there's different stuff you can get. But I mean, it's just like, I would like to make my club Black and red. Why not? Mm-hmm. Like stuff like that. It's just like oh, they don't even have those. No, like so far. I mean, uh, granted, I'm not all the way through the game yet, but it's just like man. Even Tiger Woods 2005 had customizing down to like your grip color on your clubs and stuff like that. And here we are in 2020 with uh, everybody's golf, and they're just still obsessing over what color my pigtails are going to be. <laughs> That's a real because they want you obsessing yes. over what color your pigtails are going to be. That's true. I got to earn that next DLC package or whatever it is yep. for that shit. Damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for me. So that's it for you? That's it? I think that's it for me. So yeah. yeah. Well, I guess it's my turn. So <clears throat> I was given a code for the, like an early preview of Everford, which there's also demo. So I'm not sure if the code was any different than the demo that's released right now on Steam. But yeah, I think we talked about that. I think it's the same thing. Yeah. It just might be we have a version that gives us the game. I'm not 100% on yeah. that either. But anyways, played through Everford, which is a Chinese indie game. That is a puzzle, puzzle adventure, I guess. I would which means say. spyware. Yes, all the spyware. <laughs> but like as all the spyware, <laughs> as you start out, like it has English subtitles for me, but start out with the uh, Chinese voice acting. You can change it to English, which I kind of did, but I'm like, I think I've watched too much, like, Chinese shows on Netflix where I'm like, pretty sure this is Chinese voices. (laughs) 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 I was like, oh, yeah, this is from China. Cool. Got that. But the puzzles are really hard. So basically, you're this little girl, like a 13-year-old girl or something like that. And so you're like, you're, I guess, like, going through your subconscious. And so you're unlocking her memories. Which then kind of goes to like these little cutscenes. So you kind of wake up, you're on this island, you got this little floaty cube following you around, and then you kind of come up to like, it almost looks like these like rock formations with like lava or whatever. And there'll be like a small little tree in the center or a lamp or something. And then that triggers you into this another world, which is like all these like huge blocks like coming out of the sky. And like you're just look down, there's like clouds or whatever. And this is where you go into your puzzles. So it's usually like two puzzles per area. Uh, so you'll start the puzzle. And so you use, you'll end up getting like these little blocks. They'll pop up. They can activate and you have to put them on like little triggers to activate certain things where you can throw them. And there'll be these little spheres that has like these, you see the, the way it can look through like this blue area. And if they spot you, they'll fucking shoot you and you'll, you're dead. Yeah, you respawn. Um, and if you like make noise, they'll turn and get you. And so that's kind of how you got to kind of figure out the puzzles. And they tend to be quite difficult. I, I'm scratching my head going over through them quite a bit of times. I'm like, 
Motherfucker. Let's fucking do this. God damn it. Shit. Fuck. And then you kind of finally <laughs> figure it out. Like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm fucking dumb. Because the puzzles themselves that's aren't very long. Goes. I'm fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, that's how you do it. Okay, I'm I got dumb. it. <laughs> and so every dumb. time you solve a puzzle, you go in a cutscene with a memory. And so it seems like the world's kind of going to shit. And you gotta kind of stay indoors. And your mom's this really important person who's like the scientist trying to figure it out. And then so you're like, you're also pretty smart yourself. So you're like, you build your own like little robot toy thing that can float or whatever, little ball. And but your mom doesn't really have much time for you. And she's like, well, okay, I'm sorry. I don't know. So she's not a bad mom, but she's just way too busy. She doesn't have time for you. But she's not exactly a good mom. Right. <laughs> And who knows where the dad's at, so... It's, it's, uh... They Pixar'd it. <laughs> so that mom was thick as fuck then, huh? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> so, so far in the demo, it doesn't really give you too much info in the story, so hopefully we do get the full review copy. I can play it some more and try to figure it out, because the puzzlers are definitely kind of fun. I'm kind of interested to see what the story actually is. Okay, so... The way that you explained it, and now that I think about it, it reminds me a lot of The Inner Friend, which is that game that I played uh, back like end of, like end of April, beginning of May. Um, but that was an indie title, which didn't wasn't graphically as like polished as like what I've seen. This one it looks pretty good yeah. in a lot of its stuff, uh, but that one was also more of a like mind fuck because <laughs> the inner The Inner Friend was definitely geared to be like a like a weird psychedelic trip type thing so it it looked interesting when we picked it up so i'm glad that you enjoyed it yeah so i'm enjoying it so hopefully get some more of that and then jason bought me dark sales <laughs> oh yeah that's right <laughs> i totally forgot i did it i must have been drunk as fuck <laughs> oh yeah you were you didn't buy me it though well i didn't well, you, bought I know you guys were on the same yeah. thing yeah yeah so you basically did <laughs> two for one yeah i just need to play yeah. it <laughs> so i played for a little bit you definitely get the uh office and office space vibes like it starts with the office space like themes really quickly so you kind of start out like you get fired and your boss just kicks your ass and then you wake up to your sensei who then kind of teaches you how your fighting mechanics are. So for those unfamiliar, Dark Souls is a Dark Souls-like game, but in 2D with a lot of office and office space themes as you're in an office trying to beat your bosses and coworkers. Where the water cooler is your stapler to your fuck save point up. and kind of level up on. So you can like dodge roll, you can block, get a your um, light attack and your heavy attack. You can jump and sprint. So, not too far into it, but I mean, 2D Dark Souls games aren't really my thing, but it's pretty good. You beat it. You beat it, Chris, and you beat it hard. Yeah, I beat it so hard. Do it. No, you Do will it. beat Do it. it. Do it so hard. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do but it you can so also hard, tell Do it's it. developed by one person. Like the. <laughs> So the voice acting, which there's not really voice acting, it's just like little chat bubbles. It was like, <laughs> so 
serious? Yeah. Like, so, they voiced out garbage? Yeah. So Yeah, it was, it was, he, he talked about that on the, on the podcast. It was, like, him and, like, a couple other people. Yeah, so, so they, it's not just one person, but it's definitely not more than three. But, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> if I remember right. <laughs> I do remember one of the times, started doing some noise, and you hear the mouse click to stop the recording. Oh. I was like, oh. <laughs> you that forgot sucks. that one. Got that, that one out. Whoopsie. Whoopsie daisy. Whoopsie daisy. <laughs> Oopsie daisy. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the summer of Oopsie Daisy, yep. everybody. <laughs> so beyond that, I did. Thanks to EA. Good job, EA. I love you for this. You get some huge brownie points. But you gave a uh, review code for Command Conquer Remastered Collection. It wasn't an advanced yeah. review code, just advanced preload. But it was a code. Um, so It's a review code. It's a review yes. code. So, with the remaster collection, you get both the original Command Conquer with, all, with its expansion and Red Alert with its two expansions. Remastered in 4K. Remastered sound and stuff like that. So, as you boot it up, it goes through like, oh, this is some initializing. Oh, Upgrade graphics, upgrade audio. It's like, oh, high definition audio. Left, right, center. I gotta go through that thing before you get to, like the actual menu, which is kind of nice. And then, so I started doing the campaign for uh, regular Command Conquer. I went GDI, which normally I'm a not player, but started doing GDI. And so you, it starts out with the old graphics because you can switch between the original graphics and the new update graphics on the fly by hitting the space bar. Oh, I love it when they do that shit. That's like crack to me. Yeah. I do that. Like, I love that it's just space bar too. Yeah. <laughs> And so they're like, it starts with like, oh, update your graphics by hitting spacebar. Boop. Oh, this looks way better. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I wish it looked all the yes. time. So that was <laughs> kind of really neat. But you also kind of learned that uh, games back then had game manuals, not tutorials. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember this unit. How do I use this unit? And then I'm kind of used to like moving units around with like, Selecting with left click, then right clicking to where they go. No, it's left click to tell them to go somewhere. Yeah, it's, yep. it's, it's left click for everything, right? It's you you select with you yep. hold down, you hold down select and then click, which is the thing that always throws me off with those because that's how I learned was those ones of like it's left click for everything. There's no right click. I don't know why it keeps making me right click. Which yeah, so like <laughs> I think a lot of more than modern RTSs use right click. So it's like oh no wait no it's left click. Damn it shit. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and then I had to adjust the uh, scroll sensitivity for off the bat because it was on like max. So as you're like scrolling oh, with your geez. mouse on the map, like <laughs> going like, super fast, like Jesus Christ. Oh, okay, escape options. You turn this weight the fuck down. <laughs> but you need to go over there as fast as possible. Yes, you do. As fast as fucking possible. But I mean, it's <laughs> fucking Command Conquer. It's D Legend. It's a great game. I think they and Red Alert. Yeah, Red Alert's fantastic. I have some great memories of Red Alert. So yeah, I'm so looking to get into that one too. Mm-hmm. Red Alert was my jam. Like that's the one that I played the most. Um, I played some Command and Conquer, but realistically, it was all Red Alert. Like Red Alert was what I fucking loved playing. Yeah, but yeah, there's definitely no tutorial in this. There's just figure it out because oh yeah, we don't have the actual book. 
Well, I want to say that there was a tutorial, but not like the tutorial that you that you're used to no, getting. Yeah, it was definitely like an easier level, not. Uh, yeah, it's like okay, you have only limited yeah. units. Easy kind of level campaign, and it gets harder and more units as you go up. Is kind of how they kind of taught you, and they also yeah. had you know a manual, physical manual to look at. <laughs> That told you no. what everything did. Yep. Well, they, they didn't at least give you like a digital version of the manual. Not that I could see. I could maybe try to go find one, but they do I'm have sure it's like there in the options. <laughs> it's got yeah, to be somewhere. Yeah. In there. They gotta have like a. They do have like some behind the scenes like video clips too, like a replay theater. You can see some of the old recordings and stuff. Oh, that's cool. But there's definitely like in like some of the cutscenes where they show like explosions of like a building or something of an attack. You're like, oh yeah, this is an old game. Well, and they upconverted. Yeah, they upconverted a lot of those uh, video files. I know that because yeah. I've seen like the upconversions for them. But even that, they still it's like it's all the original video files. Like, oh, it's all the original video files. But like, <laughs> yeah, like some of the videos are like the 3D like files where it's not even the person. Yeah, the little cutscenes where it's like, oh, like, seen like a 3D building explosion. You're like, oh yeah, this is really old tech. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay though. I mean, yeah. it's it's a remaster. It's, it's not, not a, a like a redo. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not, not a full on remake. Final Fantasy VII remake. It's yeah, Command no. Conquer remastered, yes. which is great. Yeah. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! It, it. I actually like that they only did minor tweaks to the UI and whatnot, and that's it. Like it's just a it's it's just a remaster of it. They made it look prettier. Uh, they did some little bits here and there to the UI to to kind of bring it up a little bit, but they didn't change a whole lot mechanically with it. Right, and it's got over like 100 plus missions and full source code and all the mod tools, map editor, all that shit. And it's 20 bucks yeah. for two games and four expansions or three expansions. And if you get it now with this, then you'll be able to play all of the kick-ass uh, mods that are going to come oh, out. Oh, yeah. yeah, the mods are going to make this worth the 20 bucks. Oh, hands down. Over. Yeah. Yeah, the mods alone will make it worth 100%. I can't wait for the mod to come out. I'm sure you guys have seen it where it's like Doom, but every sound is (laughs) from uh, (laughs) Home Improvement. (laughs) Oh, God. I can't wait. I can't wait for the mod where this comes out where every sound is spice. (laughs) Spice. 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 (laughs) You just need to make it. Yeah. You just need to make it. There you go. You just need to make it happen. Yep, just make it, dude. You can do it. I think that'd be the best thing that would ever happen in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll make a spice Re- remake. I know it's not from one and two, but it still would be. It, no, it needs to be done in all of them. Like even if you do done. it on Red yeah. Alert too. No, in remake just throw it out of Red Alert three like, and Red Alert with the cutscenes from Red Alert three. That's right. See, I think what <laughs> I really liked about about Red Alert as opposed to Command and Conquer though was that Red Alert was. Very much, it felt less like World War Three since it was World War Two and Cold War type stuff. Uh, I loved the backstory of kill Hitler, like travel back in time, kill Hitler. What happens? Oh, that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I just loved that. I think that that was one of the one of the cooler things when I was growing up because I played this. Fuck, I had a twenty eight eight modem and I played Red Alert with my neighbor across the street and we would dial into each other's computers and we would play uh we would play a net game through our modems like that's how old it was i had a 288 and he had a 336 
and he would complain that my modem was too slow. I was like, <laughs> fuck you, asshole. <laughs> but yeah, these games, man, this is definitely like, like it, man, it's, talk about nostalgia. Yeah. It's like that and Final oh. Fantasy VII are like my nostalgia. Here's something I didn't realize. I guess there's a what? console version of it that had different missions. Mm-hmm. So on the Steam sure. page, it's oh, it diff- from it console to PC. Experience original console missions now on PC. Yeah. They, yeah oh, yeah. Because yeah. they had uh, they had Command and Conquer and and Red Alert or just Command and Conquer. Sure I remember Command them. and Conquer. And then also sure the cinematics. It, it, yeah, they were trying nice. to make it like a reason why you needed to get on it. Cool. Awesome. Well, that sounds like Chris actually did some gaming. Yeah, dude. time again. Surprised. We're all gonna die. <laughs> Yeah. It, it truly is the end of times. Yes, I think I've made is. that joke every end single time. Over 100 campaign missions, <laughs> yes. over 250 multiplayer maps, in-game tooltips, accessibility features, quick save and all-save support, cinematic subtitles for both games, technologization in which language, voiceover in English, French, and German. And then it's also, hey, it's on Steam. You don't have to have it on Origin. <laughs> so you get Steam achievements, Steam friends list, Steam trading cards, Steam workshop support for user maps. Woo! That is that is I think the one thing that that I like about Steam is you get like Steam achievements very much like you get on the PlayStation. Because on the game that I that I cannot talk about that I was reviewing, I got while I was playing it, I got seventeen of thirty <laughs> achievements unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that. It's, one of them, I'm one thing away from getting it. Like, yeah, I'm, I am one thing away from getting everything, and I missed it in one small section that I just need to go back. And then I'll have, like, everything scanned. It'll be well, great. that <laughs> should be a kind of game where it should be easy. Yes. It's, hey, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I can't wait to talk about it. For next time. Yep. For next time. I can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> this should be the episode that we're just, the name of this episode is we're not talking about it. Yeah. Because we're not talking Pretty about much. anything we're in this episode. <laughs> yes. All right. Does anybody else have anything that they need to talk about or want to talk about? I guess actually want is also a... No, I want to go play more games. Yeah. (laughs) I want to play more games too. All right. So I guess we'll leave it at that. Thank you everybody for joining us for the iBit at First podcast. Uh, Again, you can find us at iBiff.co. Make sure you listen to Cutscene as well as our new podcast, Patch Notes, uh, to hear our great interview with uh, the, the dev for Dark Sales. Uh, also, you can go to Facebook, I Beat It First, com, Twitter, I Beat It First, uh, Instagram, I Beat It First, and also find us on Twitch at I Beat It First as well. Um, we haven't been doing as much streaming over the last couple of weeks, but uh, I think that's primarily because embargoes have been hindering us a little bit. Like, I can't stream this game at all right now. And that's what I played. And I'm like, I really want to stream this game, but I can't. So uh, embargoes, I think, hit into everything that we have because we'll play it and then we review it. And we're like, okay, well, I can't really play it and stream it now, (laughs) which is an issue. Um, But either way, uh, go over there and you can watch us play every now and then. Uh, We also host Anne on there as well. uh, And she does... She does games. <laughs> she does what she wants to do. Yep. I'll put it at that. Please also games, check out ibeatitfirst.com. That's our actual yep. home website, and it's where all of our information and how you can get a hold of us and anything you'd want to know about us, too, because we want to know everything about you as well. We do still have some stickers, so if you want ibeatitfirst.com stickers or explosion stickers, uh, shoot us a note at fuckjason at ibeatitfirst.com. Perfect. Or or chrisbuildyoursim at ibeatitfirst.com <laughs> as well. 
That would be awesome. All right. Uh, that's about all I got. Anybody else got anything? Nope. Have a wonderful two days. I don't know why two days only, but just have those two days. It'd be great. Yep. Have a wonderful, just like, just take it day by day, everybody. Yes. <laughs> have some wonderful days and. <laughs> why did you Yeah, do that it still that didn't way? work, dude. Do what? it again. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> why? They keep trying to sound like a whoopee cushion that's not working. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.